will now be an opportunity for silent prayer or meditation. <clears throat> Thank you, honorable members. Honorable members, before we proceed, I would like to remind you that the virtual mini plenary is deemed to be in the precinct of parliament and constitute a meeting of the National Assembly for debating purposes only. In addition to the rules of virtual sittings, the rules of the National Assembly, including the rules of debate apply. Members enjoy the same powers and privileges that apply in the sitting of the National Assembly. Members should equally know that anything said in the virtual platform is deemed to have been said to the house and may be ruled upon. All members who have logged in shall con be considered to be present. I are requested to mute their microphones and only unmute when recognized to speak. This is because the mics are very sensitive and will pick up noise, which might disturb the attention of other members. When recognized to speak, please unmute your microphone and connect your video. Members may make use of the icons on the bar at the bottom of their screens, which is an option that allows a member to put up his or her hand to raise points of order. The secretariat will assist in alerting the chairperson to members requesting to speak. When using virtual system, members are asked to refrain or desist from unnecessary points of order or interjection. We shall now proceed to the order, which is vote 14. I now recognize the deputy minister. Please proceed, Deputy Minister, and unmute, your, unmute yourself. The Deputy Minister, please proceed. I, I, I apologize, yes, I've unmuted myself. I had unmuted the camera. I, I, I apologize. Uh, Go ahead, Deputy Minister. Am I okay now? The platform is yours. No, thank you, Honorable Chairperson of, of the House. Let me also greet members of the House, distinguished guests and fellow South Africans. Uh, okay. It is indeed an honor for me to present the budget of Statistics South Africa in what is commonly known as State's Essay on behalf of the Ministry and the Presidency. We present this budget voice amidst the pandemic, as we would all know, which has severely affected our lives and livelihoods. Virtually, all sectors of society have been affected and they have registered, we have registered some lessons in the process. We too, if you remember, have lost our minister, may he rest in peace, Mr. Jackson Mutembu, who was known to all of us for his kind-hearted approach and, and loving towards the country and its people. He played an important role in our pursuit of a capable developmental state. And in the process, he also fought against the pandemic and finding solutions for it. 
we carry the baton chair together with the acting minister, Ms. Nchabeni, who could not join us today because of other commitments. Uh, together, we carry this baton with the chair of Statistics Council, Prof. Everett, and we also carry it together with the entire council of the st- of, 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 of States SA, and also with uh, who is joining us today, the Statistician General, Mr. Rasanga Maluleke, and the entire team. What we are seeking to ensure is that um, the institution needs to continue to deliver a credible and value data for our developmental state. We believe that a, a, a credible and dependable data will assist the country to emerge out of this terrible era of, of, of bad losses which we're incurring now, uh, the disruptions, but also we, the data will be able to assist us to bring change. Since the first case was reported in the country and the national lockdown was announced, we have learned valuable lessons and we're ensuring them that those lessons can assist us to be able to bring innovative ways to deliver on our mandate as SA. No one has ever imagined that we would be observing the strict rules and regulations imposed by this pandemic. However, Chair, and members of the committee and fellow South Africans, we have to continue to deliver on our mandate in a manner that is credible and swift. Honorable Chairperson, this house needs no reminder that State SA is, is, is a mainstay of our society in the realization of the goals of the reconstruction and development program, what you would call the RDP. And it, it's also State SA a present-day national development plan is assisting us in ensuring that it becomes a reality. Statistics are a bedrock of, a, of any democracy uh, which needs to be pursued and, and, and lived up to. And therefore, the process in the implementation of policy decisions that we make in our, in our quest to reverse the franchise of poverty, unemployment, and equality and, 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 and therefore, State SA plays that pivotal role to ensure that that becomes a reality. As a matter of fact, all sectors of our society depend largely on these indicators to perform their duties. For instance, civil society, captains of industry and commerce and, every, and, and everybody else uses the data to plan. And therefore, the data from State SA remains very important. For businesses, it helps to know the investment climate and consumer behavior, while unions would use statistics data for wage bargaining and and just to to, to name a few. When they speak about whatever they want, they they would indicate that. The importance and availability of timely and reliable statistics on the socioeconomic life of Soviet nations cannot be over status as they play a, a, a pivotal role in checking national development goals and priorities. In our case, that you talk about the NDP. As it stands, this essay is, is, is already giving us some indications of the, the, the impact of COVID-19 in our economy. Our economy has taken a strain and shrunk by 7% in 2020 
which is following in an increase of 0.2% in 2020, in 2019. However, Chair and South Africans, the economy showed signs of recovery in the fourth quarter of 2020 with, with a, a growing of 6.3%. Unemployment, as the biggest driver of poverty, has risen to 32.5 in quarter four of 2020 amidst the COVID pandemic. The, take, the data shows us where the problems are and it, pro, and it provides the baseline information, which is critical for tracking the, the impact of our initiatives. This would be initiatives which the statistician general would from time to time speak to us about them in relation to what they think we need to improve so that we can be able to solve the triple challenges of poverty, unemployment, and inequality. I stand here today, Chair, to reassure this House that this essay continues to perform and fulfill its function in our democracy as a pathfinder, even under these conditions of COVID-19. I must, however, add that statistics are a function of evidence and therefore some statistics, especially the time series, have suffered setbacks as a result of the pandemic. Under lockdown conditions chair, state SA had to reduce the staff complement at all levels so that it can verify degrees to data. The constraints imposed by the by the pandemic have impacted data collection. Be that it is may, I am proud of the effort that has been invested in the futuristic solutions made possible by digitalization and emerging technologies. Now, what the institution has been able to do is that amidst the pandemic and us not necessarily collecting data physically, we have had to, to to use new technologies to ensure that we continue to serve the people of South Africa and give them the correct data using other methodologies like we mentioned in relation to digital technologies. The thrust of our work programs places emphasis on making States SA an agile organization that embraces new technologies and its work. This effort has made it possible for States SA to use computer-assisted telephone intervention and computer-assisted personal interviews for the majority of his data collection. At this stage, Chair, however as it may, there is still no substitute to personal visit to businesses and homes. We try and do that and we try and comply to, to the regulations of the pandemic while we're trying to do that. The profession, Chair, of statistics needs to be protected so that it can be conducted free from interference. State SA Act number six of 1999 enjoys all of us, all of us in government and society to ensure that statistics are planned, collected, disseminated without fear and favor. And we try and do that. Even in the ministry, we try and ensure that they remain independent as by the act of 1999. Our reputation as a country and as a people is fully interviewed 
intertwined with the successful and democratic uptake of statistics. We are happy to announce that States SA has, for a number of years, been exemplary on governance, producing clean audits, and only receiving an unqualified audit last year. Our National Statistics Office, like all of us in government, are trying to do more with less. We are owning that to the financial predicament of our fiscals. For a few years now, Chair, StatSA has, has been under financial constraint and therefore unable to increase its human resource capabilities to meet the stakeholder needs. We've had to rely on modernization and emerging new technologies innovations to offset the impact of the financial, of the financial strain. Chairperson and fellow South Africans, in 2021, we should have been the census. It should have been the census for the year of South Africa. However, State SA, like countless other nation statistics offices, wherever they are in the world, have been forced to postpone census activities in light of the ongoing pandemic, which is the COVID-19. This next census, the fourth, since the dawn of our democracy, will be the first ever digital censor conducted in South Africa. So we are saying to South Africans, because of the pandemic, I want to repeat this chair, is that it will be the first which will do digital because of the pandemic which we find ourselves in, and we need to save lives and save and livelihoods, and therefore other things will not necessarily be done the way we would have expected that they need to be done. The, the census pilot will serve as a, as, a, as a dress rehearsal for the main census and test all of the processes and systems, including new initial data collection methodologies, will be in the field. It will take place in July 2021. May I repeat that? The census, which is a pilot for the main census, will take place in July 2021 this year. And that will be done in the new methodology in light of the pandemic which we find ourselves in. I ask that my colleagues keep themselves informed of this project and that we all give all possible support to this important process, which will give us an update and updated information of the situation on the ground in the constitu which constitutes what we need to have in relation to the data. The pilot census will help us to determine when we can go into field with the main census year marked for next year. That next year would be 2022. We'll keep this August House abreast of the developments in the key initiatives in ensuring that the data produced by States SA can help us to improve, improve lives. You would remember fellow South Africans and chair and, and members of the August House that the, the data collected is assist government to be able to plan, we will know where, who is a South African, where are they, what do they need? And therefore we'll know who, who needs a social grant 
who needs more education, more free education, and so on. And, and, and therefore, it's very fundamental. Chairperson globally, official statistics are underpinned by the United Nations fundamental principles of official statistics. And on our, in our continent, what we do as that essay is that there's what you call Africa by the African Charter on Statistics. Our own Statistics Act, Act, the one I spoke about of 1999, Act 6 of 1999, it advocates and advances the production and use of official and other statistics in line with these international statistics principles and practices. Our national pride in itself on the Stats Act, it guarantees confidentiality at all times and professional independence, independence that are in the interest of the integrity of statistics produced. And hence, we continue to reiterate that our statistics are independent. Changes to the statistics legislation will enable and possible act and position State SA to re reconfigure and coordinate the statistics system within the, the, the evolution data eco economic system. The draft amended, amendment bill is scheduled to be tabled in parliament in this financial year of 2021-2022. And we'll ensure that we continue to engage with the committee that we be able to table that. This government is committed to evidence-based performance planning, monitoring and evaluation as evidence by the district development model that would you call your DDM. This is also based on state essay as being the central of ensuring that this becomes a reality. However, chair and fellow South Africans, state essay cannot do this on its own. And it is important that the organization takes the lead in the data economy system that will ensure that government has all the statistics it needs to inform the policy and programs that will improve the lives of our people. It's very important. And fellow South Africans want to call on them to partake in the process of ensuring that it becomes a reality and they participate in ensuring that the new bill that we're talking about becomes a reality. The Statistics Council of South Africa promotes and safeguards the, the, the integrity of our statistics, of our statistics systems and the health of state SA. The council under the leadership of Prof. David Evert has advised us as the minister responsible for state SA, Statistics South Africa to approve the work program of state SA. This, he has advised us that we must do it in line with section 13 of the State SA Act. We have taken note of the concerns raised by the council relating to the considerable risk and pressure the organization endures because of budget cuts over the past three years. And we continue to ensure that we work with them and treasury to address the concerns which they've raised. 
the Public Financial Ma Management Act, Section 27, compels the ministry to annually table this budget, and it is my honor to deliver vote 14, which, however, the MTEF is 4.5 billion in 2021-2022, which means that the amount is 2.51 billion and 2.53 billion in the 2022-2023 financial year and 2023-2024 financial years, respectively. The 2.1 billion decreased in the budget allocation, and this is attributed to the impact funding for undertaking the opportunity, the population census of 2021-2022. The compensation of employees is being reduced with 782 million for the MTEF period. We recognize the importance of fully funding the statistical function in the country. And we continue with our engagement with National Treasury to ensure that these challenges are decreased. As a ministry, we remain committed to ensuring that we are able to negotiate and advocate for them to get the necessary resources so that they can be able to do their work. I hereby request parliament to support the budget vote of Statistics South Africa. I want to sincerely express my gratitude to the Portfolio Committee Chair, Mr. Jojo James, and its dedicated members for engaging us on matters of statistics. Let me appreciate the work of the Chair of Statistics Council, Prof. Evert, and his supported by his entire council and their continued role in statistic development of our nation. I would further like to express my appreciation to the Statistician General, Mr. Resenga Maluleke, and the entire state's staff for steering this ship and ensuring that it remains on course at all times. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Deputy Minister. I now invite uh, Honorable James. Uh, Firstly, I want to greet the members of our committee, the deputy minister, and also pay tribute to the departed, dedicated minister, Minister Mtem. It is important to state from the word go that Statistics South Africa is a transversal sector cutting across the entire public service, government and economy. Issues in this sector range from crucial economic, agricultural, social and labor surveys to name a few. Such surveys are meant for decision and policy makers, including the executive in that space, to make informed decisions and policy choices to address challenges within society. Political and strategic environments cannot function properly without fully grasping where the statistical trajectory is going and what challenges 
and all indicators are, are leading. As it will appear in this discussion, it is our duty in this sector to have oversight and policy influence on issues affecting society, planning and economy, which is dependent on these crucial statistics. The medium-term strategic framework 2019-2024 under priority two, economic transformation and job creation states that sustainable long-term growth is needed to sharply reduce unemployment. This requires both broad structural reforms as well as targeted interventions. These structural reforms cannot be tamsacked by merely observing their effects on society. We need informed, well-researched, analyzing, underlying cause-effect relationship on what is happening on the ground and where are and where are people and how are they affected. Proper and directed planning will then feed into strategy and policy to be designed, adopted, and implemented. That is where and that is when and where targeted interventions become effective. The crucial role player in this space is Statistics South Africa and its leadership. Statistics XA works with evolving data sources. The department has to cope with ever-changing data sources, research and survey methodologies. The department cannot be found wanting in this environment and it is doing its utmost best under circumstances posed by global, national, as well as local economies. The COVID-19 pandemic has its greater share on the economies, imposing new ways of doing things, which it needs a well-oiled information technology infrastructure. There is precisely a huge demand on the department to acquire functional infrastructure and the training of the field workers who are always the nucleus of programs and projects of the institution. New equipment, infrastructure, and the new norm need a lot of training with trial and error challenges embedded in that must be corrected in the system. These challenges also need a lot of budget injected into addressing them. Among the departments that should experience budget cuts, Statistics South Africa is truly and utterly not one of them. An institution on which depends planning for the economy and infrastructure project, including figures feeding into the planning and infrastructure projects cannot be treated as a generic service provider to government's planning and strategy. This is because it is truly a specialist service provider. Statistics South Africa is a significant value-add entity on government and it should be treated as such by government, more so by the national treasure. 
The department plays a huge role in generating reports on economic performance, measuring how economy bubbles up and sinks as determined by global trends and local circumstances. Without knowing how the economy is coping or not coping, it is not easy to maneuver where and when you want to do readjustments in the policy and funding. The department is the primary trusted and official source of such policy decisions, as much as there will be other role players. How much the economy can absorb labor in agriculture, commerce, and other industries is impossible without organize, uh, sorry, without organization putting the shoulders of the wheel. There is a dire need to fully understand price stability by government's economic and trade cluster, as well as organized business. Government and organized labor need this information during wage negotiations, more so during host trading activity, during appeals and mediation processes. Accession to or denial of wage adjustment in the private and public sector is dependent on official statistics from this department. The economy, society, and government together determine the country's standing in the, in the eyes of the world. Through tourism, it attracts and the economy injected into the transport system to conduct daily mobilities or wide tourism. These activities are silent, but major drivers of economy on a daily basis. The department informs us of all the activities in this area of the economy. Due to budget constraints imposed by pandemic on the fiscals, some crucial statistical releases have been cut down and some completely halted. These are not fun releases. They optimally feed into the national planning. Without them, planning will not be multi-angled, but it will prioritize and, fail and favor certain areas and sectors of the economic planning. Surveys, for example, income and expenditure surveys and others could not be conducted due to budget constraints and the effects of the pandemic. The COVID-19 pandemic, economically and strategically speaking, is the very reason, a reason that uh, makes it imperative to collect data on livelihoods, unemployment, and poverty. Otherwise, it would, it would be impossible for government's social relief system to justify whether or not such capital re uh, relief funds are just, uh, sorry, justified. Funding to support the work of the statistics. Sorry, Bogazi, Funding to support the work of Statistics South Africa is a protected environment, as the department cannot solicit funding from local and international donors, since this will compromise the integrity of statistics.
policy and sovereignty of the state. Therefore, dependency on national treasury cannot be overemphasized. The national treasury must fully grasp with policy dilemma. However, the portfolio committee welcomes the ring fencing of funds set aside for conducting pre-census activities as well as census 2021 itself. Compensation of employees budget remains an area that poses human resource risk or institutionalized memory and expertise, as well as job security risks for professionals in Statistics South Africa. We are of the view that department deserve a lot of attention from the national treasure. We acknowledge the additional funding to the tune of 49 million in the immediate past financial years. The National Department Diagnostic Report of 2015 listed nine challenges uh, facing South Africa. One, they are one, too few people at work. The standard of education for most black learners is of poor quality. Infrastructure is poorly located, under maintained and insufficient to foster a higher growth. Spatial patterns exclude poor from fruits of development. The economy is overly and unsustainable uh, resource intensive. A widespread disease burden is compounded by a falling public health system. Public servants are uneven and of poor quality. Corruption is widespread. South Africa remains the divided society. From this diagnostic report, it is evident that continuous assessment and measuring of these scenarios needs to be conducted. It is clear and crucial that Statistics South Africa should continue to give official statistics in these areas. The National Development Plan 2030 deadline is closing in and the rigorous assessment on how the country is performing towards the realization of the plan is of utmost importance. Therefore, we are of the view that government is doing the, the best it can to provide support to this department as much more still needs to be done. The portfolio committee made the following observation among us as it interrogated the budget vote. The committee noted that Statistics South Africa planned census 21 has been postponed to February 2022. The committee welcomed such postponement as, it, as this is important uh, population project clashes with months of local government elections. Statistics South Africa has over the past years prepared itself prior to the advent of COVID-19 pandemic to move away from face-to-face -face data collection. The committee noted that Statistics South Africa is in the process of preparing for the first ever digital census where data will be collected via electronic devices rather than paper questionnaires. 
Statistics South Africa will move into online, telephonic, and or distance form of data collection in generating statistics for the country. The committee will support all efforts during census project and ensure that all South Africans participate in this crucial project. The committee learned that the COVID-19... Uh, thank you very much. Your time is up. Thanks, Chairperson. As it's standard parliamentary practice, we are today debating the budget allocation for States SA for the 2021-22 financial year. The budget allocation for States SA, like those of other government entities and departments, provide us with all the evidence we need to identify how, how government funds its priorities and how serious it takes those priorities. One would then think that a critical institution that produces reliable statistical information which guides government policy interventions will be provided with all the resources it needs so that it can do its work well. On the contrary, this budget, like the 2020-21 financial year and the preceding year's one, is irrefutable proof that the ANC government does not fully appreciate the work of States SA. By continuing to underfund States SA, as it has done for at least two decades now, the ANC government is crippling the institution year in and year out towards dysfunctionality. The cumulative effect of this is that States SA will be compelled to abandon some of its statistical reports as it has already begun. In the 2019-2020 financial year, the institution was forced to cancel or delay the income and expenditure report and 25 other economical statistical reports. And just last financial year, the income and expenditure survey and the ICIC-4 projects were suspended. And all of this is mainly due to a shortage of funding. As a result, key statistical reports which provide all of us with the real sense of the state of the nation were unavailable when they should have been. In their absence, government propaganda and untested opinions opportunistically influence public perceptions of key socioeconomic trends in the absence of evidence-based research that States SA is empowered to do. And to provide some context of the volume of States SA's work, it releases over 225 surveys annually that provide evidence-based research on unemployment, labor, income, expenditure trends, and many other critical socioeconomic trends in different sectors of our economy. These reports are also widely used by the private sector, academics, and non-governmental organizations to influence their policymaking processes. Yet the 4.4 billion allocation for the, 2020, for the 2021 and 22 financial year, which represents an increase of over 1.3 billion compared to the previous financial year, is too little to empower States SA to do its work as well as it should do. Notwithstanding all of this, we welcome the fact that a large sum of the budget will be spent on modernizing its operating model 
strengthening statistical reforms, and obviously conducting the due census. Honorable members, the most prominent illustration of state's essays ever growing capacity constraints is the census population count. The democratic government initially aimed to conduct the census every five years. As we all know by now, the first census post-1994 was conducted in 1996, followed by the 2001 edition. In 2006, the period for conducting census count was extended from five to 10 years because at the time, States SA did not have the capacity to deliver a successful census. As many of you are now aware, States SA was scheduled to conduct the periodic population census this year. The DA is disappointed that the census has now been postponed to 2022, more so given the fact that the statistician general was previously on record adamant that States SA will be able to roll out the census this year through the help of adopting technological innovation that will enable it to do its work. While the COVID pandemic is a convenient justification for the postponement, the reality is that States SA's historical underfunding, which has contributed to the high rate of staff departures from the institution, negatively affect its normal operations. And be that as it may, Chairperson, it is encouraging that 2.1 billion has been first for the purpose of conducting the census. To this end, we will conduct the necessary robust oversight to ensure that what is due to be spent on the census is actually spent on it. One of the long-term consequences of government's failure to properly fund state's essay is that the institution is now struggling to retain the talent it needs to meet its obligations. The current vacancy rate is at 17%, and it is projected to continue increasing over the MTSF period in light of no provision to increase the spending on compensation of employees. To aggravate the dire state of human resources, State's SA needs to fill 135 critical posts to operate optimally. That the institution is still capable of delivering some of its key truncated series of statistical reports in the midst of all these massive start strategies is a testament of the fortitude of the remaining staff. Honorable members, one thing is very clear. The future of State's SA looks very dark based on its current funding model. It is unsustainable for it to solely rely on government funding as national treasury's budget allocations are nowhere near what it needs to do. And if truth be told, it is unlikely to change for the foreseeable future. So it is high time that the institution embraces the reality that it must find alternative sources of funding to protect the credibility of the statistics it produces. If it hopes to improve the quality of those statistics and turn around times for releasing them, it needs to secure sufficient funding. And that needs to happen outside government because government is clearly unable to find the funds or have the political will to allocate those resources. If it fails to do this, its leadership must live with the reality 
that more and more reports will be abandoned annually. And more of its staff will continue to leave for more properly funded statistics agencies. Ultimately, it will be left with too little to do instead of doing a lot more and doing it very well. And contrary to the deputy minister's assertion that States SA is doing more with little, the reality is that it is increasingly doing little with little. Honorable members, the DA is under no illusion about the difficult financial situation that States SA has been put in by the ANC government. We applaud the professional men and women who continue to do their work with distinction by producing reliable statistical reports. I appreciate that as the portfolio committee, we are doing all we can to pressurize and persuade both the presidency and treasury to make more money available for states SA. I, for one, don't want to spend the rest of my term repeating the same old chorus that states SA needs more funding while it is not happening. And if, Deputy Minister, that government really wants to put its money where its mouth is, it needs to take care of institutions like States SA that do such a critical volume of work that informs how government allocates its resources and how government should intervene in society based on evidence-based research. Minister, is one thing that will boost your legacy if you can achieve it. You will get the work in favor of it's. We need a guarantee that its systems will be solid and inclusive so that there are no shortcomings that could influence the credibility of the census population. Thank you very much, House Chair. Thank you, Honorable Malazzi. Uh, I now recognize uh, Honorable Komani. Thank you very much, Chair. The EFF rejects the statistics of Africa budget vote. Our rejection, our rejection should not be misinterpreted to mean that we do not want States SA to receive a budget. Our, objective, our objection is the opposite. We are objecting to their continued and systematic defunding of States SA and hollowing out of States SA capacity. We are rejecting the budget cut to an already constrained budget. We cannot continue to come here and sing the same story, Chair. Listen to the same cry by statistician general and, to, and do nothing as members of parliament. Over the past 10 years, Chairperson, the ruling party has deliberately reduced the state SA budget by a cumulative of more than 1.3 billion. These budget cuts were part of broader budget cuts imposed by the Treasury driven by the flawed austerity policies that have been unworkable any, everywhere in the world. In 2010, Chairperson, State SA adopted a new strategic direction to increase the supply of official statistics for 
for the decision making, decision making, planning and monitoring and measuring. A strategic direction that was undermined by the incompetence of the ruling party. The issue that should occupy all of us is hallowing of skills and the defunding of the SA. There are no researchers, no scientists, scientists, no planners, no economists, no mathematicians, no geographers, and many other necessary skills. Yet the deputy minister comes here and says the step A is strive to fulfill their mandate and their expected goals. How is it going to be possible, especially when they continue to cut the budget of the SSA chairperson? In his 2019 review, Statistician General said that SSA has not been able to fulfill key management and other critical posts since October 2016. Continued budget cuts and failure to fulfill key to fill key position put quality of the statistical service at risk. State SA's vacancy rate has increased to over 17.2% compared to an acceptable vacancy rate of 10%. It is critical, it is in, in critical programs such as administration, population and social statistics, as well as statistical support and informatics the vacancy rate is more than 20%. The vacancy rate is 23.4% for statisticians and other professionals such as methodologists and demographers, and 22.7% for IT specialists and geography-related posts. Chair, to maintain the quality of basic statistics and the true and the trust of all users, that SA should not be forced to reprioritize and re and rationalize already limited resources. State SA is a critical institution that must be able to do anything it is mandated to do in terms of the statistics at number six of 1999. Everything envisaged by the legislation is central to all spheres of our lives and therefore cannot be compromised, Jefferson. In 2019, State SA withdrew a report on gender-based violence, Jefferson, from the list of the planned studies. This means that any effort or attempt to deal with the search of killing of women by men is not informed by a credible data. This is not the only important study that State SA has either put on hold or has completely done away with. Recently, Chairperson, former statistician general reminded us all that State SA has not run an income and expenditure survey in 10 years. The IES schedule for 2015 did not happen because the government did not allocate resources. Last year, the living conditions survey was postponed for similar reasons. It is, this boggles the mind how as a society we are expected to understand the prices of goods and services, conditions of living, and all other econo economic data important for decision making. If State SA does not conduct the surveys it is supposed to conduct, how do we work with any other form of data with confidence share where there is no important, when there are more important missing blocks? 
Last year, Chairperson, the South African Statistics Council made a passionate plea to government to fund states as adequately. The council went as far as threatening to withdraw its support for official statistics to and resign if the government did not act swiftly. But Chair, the plea fell on deaf ears because the finance minister, Titon Boweni, slashed the state SA budget by 200 million in his supplementary budget presented in July 2020, for months after the council's plea. This committee, this committee's observation and recommendations are out of touch with the reality on the ground, Chairperson. In fact, if, if anyone didn't know better, one will be forgiven for thinking that this report was copied from the previous reports. As Chair, the whip of the ruling party has indicated in the, in, in the committee, Chairperson, Minister Didon Boweni is continuing to cut Statistics South Africa to task SA to evaluate ways in which it should be funded other than appropriation from National Revenue Fund is tantamount to commercialization of state SA's functions, myopic view driven by neoliberal nonsense. How do we say the other departments must evaluate their funding model? The deliberate defunding of state SA is to hide government overwhelming incompetence and for a failing state, a less capacitated state SA is necessary. EFF rejects this austerity budget that is cutting state SA budget. Thank you very much, Jefferson. I now recognize Honorable Tebe Kulu. Uh, thank you, uh, House Chairperson. The IFP acknowledges uh, the crucial role played by states SA. The agency has uh, made immense contribution over the years in the generation of uh, statistics that have uh, informed uh, decisions in the running of, of the country's economy and has uh, executed its uh, mandate uh, commendably in, in post-apartheid of South Africa. As the uh, custodian of the country's uh, statistics, States SA has uh, supported the country's department uh, agenda by providing the much needed uh, statistics required to measure uh, progress in the uh, different uh, ministries and departments. The IFP notes with concern the budget, uh, the budget cuts that have uh, been uh, uh, experienced at States SA uh, since uh, financial year 2015-2016, which has uh, created a, a human resource uh, challenge as key positions remain uh, unfilled. These uh, budget cuts have also uh, affected the, the conduct of such, uh, of such of the key surveys at, at, at the agency with concerns that uh, this might have threatened uh, the operational uh, ability of the agency. To support budget cuts given that uh, they have no effect on the operation, operational ability of uh, state SA we are of the view that uh, funding should be made available to, to fill uh, in key vacancies uh, to ensure that uh, the quality of uh, st statistics produced uh, is not uh, compromised. We are in support of a fourth uh, population, uh, population census, I'm sorry, for the country. The IFP had a high regard for up-to-date uh, statistics. And we understand that uh, a few population census will 
provide the, the much needed uh, data uh, for policy making and planning. Existing uh, surveys in the country used uh, in the analysis of key indicators such as poverty and, and inequality currently are using sam sampling uh, frames that were drawn from uh, the 2011 population census master framework, uh, frames, I'm sorry. We need a new census for update this, or to, to update this, to enable um, the measurement of key indicators more accurately. The population census also marks a new era in the history of the, the organization using computer-based data collection methods for the uh, first, uh, first time, indicating that uh, we are uh, embracing technology in the way we collect uh, data. Despite the, this, the IFP wishes to express the concern over uh, the budget needed for this census. Given the, the country's weak uh, performance in, in, uh, in other departments and the effect of uh, COVID-19 on the economy. Secondly, we are concerned about the scheduled dates for the, 20, uh, 21, uh, for, for the 2021 population census, which is expected to commence in October 2021 in anticipation of a third wave of COVID-19. The door-to-door -door date collection or I'm sorry, data collection uh, exercises of the uh, census may place some uh, individuals at risk of uh, contradicting the COVID-19 virus. Uh, there is uh, therefore a need for the, the, the procurement of adequate uh, personnel uh, uh, protection equipment to ensure that uh, the census uh, does not uh, uh, jeopardize our efforts in the fight against COVID-19. However, we have witnessed how procurement policies in the country have provided opportunities for corruption. We therefore require improvement to the country's procurement legislation and a clear justification of all budget in this regard. Chairperson, I need to point out when Minister Kombauti, Uthelo Olusha, also sends our colleagues scientific research. The Bangage in Tonisha end of the Samakai, Lakon and Kokona, Amasabanga, cell phone, Nabanga computer, Mabuti, a science or Peleo census, Munyawaza. Nabe Abanda or Samakagos or was a figure of Mabang and Jalo, Yosho to Funaga Umyang Opex as a Wutu of Nag figure in Yaga Bantuin. Quite of two begsies or Wutti about Vigale Rabos of Mabangana, almost no Muzuza, Unga Kubek Telega is for the Slasele as one luggage. Thank you. I now invite Honorable Swart. Thank you, Chairperson. Chairperson, Deputy Minister, as we other speakers have indicated, Stats South Africa provides much needed information and reports on a regular basis. The ACDP believes that the information provided over the last year has helped us understand the debit devastating effect that COVID-19 hard lockdown had on the economy and on unemployment levels 
And it's critical not only for government, business, and labor sectors, but also for us in exercise in our oversight function. We wish to thank all the staff at Stats SA for working under very difficult conditions. We are concerned, like other speakers, about the reduction in the budget, particularly when it comes to compensation of employees, 782 million, and goods and service, 215 million over the MTF. And as the Stats SA has indicated, this is going to have a very severe impact on the reports relating to GDP, CPI, poverty information, and could also lead to non-compliance with international standards. So we share the sentiments that have been expressed by other speakers in this regard, and we urge the committee to monitor this aspect going forward. Budget cuts has also affected population and social statistics. And of course, this has a very severe impact. One example is the two-year backlog in the mortality and causes of death reports. Chairperson, this is deeply disturbing. How can we manage without these population figures when there is a health pandemic? These reports analyze death certificates. According to the Home Affairs, as at 31 December last year, 443,551 people died of natural causes in South Africa. At that time, 28,000 469 people had very sadly died of COVID-19 related sicknesses. That means that more than 415,000 people died of non-COVID-19 related sicknesses. That's more than 1,000 people every single day this past year, other than COVID-19 related sicknesses. What sicknesses did these patients die of? And that is what this report would have pointed out. This astonishing and deeply disturbing issue was discussed by the Deputy President last week, where concerns were expressed about losing the gains in the fight against HIV, AIDS, and TB. This is what the Stats SA Mortality and Cause of Death Rate report determines. This report is now delayed. We cannot afford this, Chairperson. So we from the ACDP side would urge, again, that the funding model be reviewed that spending review recommendations of National Treasury be looked into, if billions of rands can be found to fund bankrupt CEOs like the SIA, additional funds can and must be found to fund Stats South Africa. I thank you. Thank you, Honorable Swar. I now call upon the UDM, the ATM, Abeko. I now invite Honorable Maluleke from the African National Congress. Thank you, Chairperson. Honorable Deputy Minister, Honorable Members, Chairperson of State South Africa, Professor Everett, uh, SG, Mr. Risenga Maluleke, distinguished guests, ladies and gentlemen. As the world grapples with the unprecedented implication of COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic, we are facing a human crisis unlike any we have experienced. And our social fabric cohesion is under stress. Many families lost loved ones. Many people lost jobs. Students lost valuable learning time at school and higher education institutions. 
and the socio-economic hardship already faced by the majority of our people have been exacerbated by the international and national lockdown. Given the nature of this crisis, all hands should be on deck. All available tools should be used to save lives. This infection is not going to disappear now, especially without science leading us to get a cure. However, our hopes and aspiration depend solely on the procurement of effective functioning of the vaccine. Chair, allow me to take this opportunity to thank our government. Under the astute leadership of President Ramaphosa to, can, to contain and manage the spread of this pandemic. This must be applauded. Chairperson, statistics are, are a vital source of evidence as it provides objective and numerical data on important aspects relating to decision-making of the country, including economic growth, job creation, characteristics of population, social living condition, health, education, crime, etc. State South Africa continues to play a significant role in producing credible and quality statistics to inform evidence-based planning, monitoring, evaluation, decision-making, and helping academics and private and public sector towards assessing reliable statistics. It is critical important to understand that what we measure affects what we do, and if our measurements are flawed, the decision can be distorted. Over the past years, Statistics South Africa had remained a beacon of hope by bringing numbers to policy making and planning space to make informed decision based on the credible and factual statistics. State South Africa is one of the government institutions constantly in touch with the lives of the citizen through the data collection and dissemination of reliable results. Chairperson, State South Africa is responsible for numerous publications that shapes the context of our economy and society. In order to fulfill its mandate, the entity requires an enabling budget to do so. We welcome the increase of the overall budget allocation for the 2021-2022 financial year but note with concern the contraction of the budget over the medium-term strategic framework. The budget allocation of State South Africa has increased by 37.12% between 2020-21 financial year and 2021-22 financial year. We welcome this as South Africa has been experiencing budget shortfalls, which were also further exacerbated by the COVID-19 pandemic. Although COVID-19 pandemic has impacted budget allocation of departments across government and resulted in restriction on some of government programs, the ANC 
welcomes the fact that State South Africa has set aside 2.1 billion to in the current financial year for household survey in census program. Chairperson, inadequate funding is experienced by the department even prior to the event of advent of a COVID-19 pandemic, which has worsened after the decision for the reduction of budget allocated in government uh, departments, as I said earlier. Budget shortfall weakens the strength and capabilities of the department delivering quality and reliable statistics, especially when most needed by the country. When the budget shortfall are experienced, meaning the department is unable to fill all funded critical positions, there will be no upward mobility or promotion of competent staff, resulting into the job coping. Currently, State South Africa discontinued to collect data for poverty and living condition survey as a result of the budget shortfalls. An institution like State South Africa Honorable Minister and Chairperson needs to be taken well off by government. State South Africa is like a tower we cannot afford to destroy because of budget shortfalls. With all budget shortfalls challenges experienced, statistician general always assured parliament and South Africans at large that the quality of statistics will never be compromised. We applaud the SG and all officials in the department for holding the fort whilst government is trying all level best to ensure that states of South Africa is adequately funded. As we are approaching census 2021, honorable chair, unfortunately, Due to the planned local government election, State South Africa will not be able to collect data for census this year. As mentioned, State South Africa will conduct census survey in February 2022. This is a large survey requiring massive investment and in terms of financial and human resource. We are glad that census funding has been Census funding has been ring-fenced. Despite the country confronted with budget shortfalls to, to fund COVID-19 pandemic activities, including procuring vaccine for all South Africans. COVID-19 pandemic has affected the business, business operation model for State South Africa. State South Africa has been forced to be innovative and to optimize its scarce resources to align its business process towards digitalization for 2021-2022. And for 2021-2022 census, it is going to be a unique as we are all forced to adapt to the fourth industrial revolution by using and embracing technology rather than traditional way of face-to-face -face data collection. We welcome the decision by State South Africa in its process of 
preparing for the first ever digital census where data will be collected via electronic devices rather than paper questionnaires. States South Africa will move into online, telephonic and other distance forms of data collection in, gener in generating statistics for the country. We will support State South Africa with all efforts during census project and ensure that all South Africans do participate in this crucial project. However, we hope this digitalization of business operational model should not compromise the reliability and quality statistics produced over the past years. The space of change requires our government to be able to react quickly and adapt to changing demands from customers and market conditions. We all know the benefits of moving digital as the method seems to be affordable, quicker and faster in producing results. The quality and reliability of statistics depends on the investment of the quality of uh, officials. So as the committee, we encourage State South Africa to train uh, the, their officials to skill them and reskill so their field workers on the new digital method of collecting data. Chairperson, I therefore urge State South Africa not to compromise training of the effect because of the effect of COVID-19 pandemic. Trainings are, of, are offered online these days. We hope nothing will deter State South Africa in delivering census results to the country with those few ways, Chairperson. Thank you. Allow me to Thank wish Masibamba and his team Thank you, Madule. Thank you very much. Your time has expired. ANC supports the budget, Chairperson. I now recognize Honorable Sibisi. Thank you, Honorable House Chair. States SA remains one of the most critical and important institutions in this country. This budget card has affected compensation of employees, goods and services, statistical operations, provincial coordination, and other programs. In its response to this matter in Parliament, National Treasurer suggested that State SA outsource its field operations to mitigate severe cuts. These cuts are so severe that they will stifle this formidable organization and further kill it at such a time when COVID-19 has elevated the need for a scientific approach in the management of state affairs. But there are risks associated with outsourcing and the budget cuts led to data unreliability and poor data quality. And the loss of experts to global institutions as State SA where aminoas rated globally. Institutions like State SA, CSIR, HSRC, and NRF are very critical to the country, especially during this COVID-19 pandemic era. These institutions are key on providing cutting edge research and data that assist government in policy decisions. We cannot stress enough 
Honorable House Chair, about the severe impact of budget cuts to these types of institutions. Budget cuts had affected and negatively impacted the economy, population, and social statistics, statistical infrastructure. <clears throat> State SA informed reported that budget cuts had impacted negatively on its work, both on the COE and discontinuing of certain critical surveys. The National Freedom Party would like to encourage Stats SA to not outsource its core business functions because of budget cuts. Lastly, we appeal to the Department and Treasurer to look into reprioritizing funds to circumvent the devastating effect that SA will suffer. The NFP will support the budget vote. Thank you, House Chair. Thank you, Honorable CBC, the African uh, Independent Congress, COPE, PAC, Abeko. I now invite uh, Honorable Isomo from the African National Congress. Thank you, Honorable House Chair. In acknowledging yourself, I rise in support of the budget vote 14 on States SA South Africa. Fellow colleagues from the Portfolio Committee on Public Service Administration, Planning, Monitoring and Evaluation, ministers and deputy ministers, fellow colleagues and fellow South Africans. Allow me at the utmost to state unequivocally that States SA is among the leading state entities that provide evidence-based research that informs our planning, allocation of resources, and provides an assessment of the objective conditions we face. No modern social order can exist without capability and ability to measure its progress from time to time. In this regard, Honorable House Chair, like all modern democracies, State SA remains a, a pathfinder of our nation, informing our decisions, informing our responses, and providing government with the necessary information that shapes planning and a long view. Press, uh, Honorable House Chair, our ability to, to meet the goals set out in the Freedom Charter and the National Development Plan are highly dependent on the effectiveness measurable of the actions of the state, ranging from access to health and education, mental, uh, maternal and child mortality, tackling poverty and inequality in responding to the fallout of underdevelopment. In this regard, SSA will remain an umbilical court that connects what we do in our oversight work to work of the ANC government and our people. As a portfolio committee, Honorable House Chair, our strength is only as strong as the quality of the statistics that we get from our national stats office. It is common cause that we need to continue to strengthen the capacity of stats SA to continue doing its work independently as it has been the practice since the democratic order. In sustaining this capacity, we need to reiterate that the position that the minister has, a deputy minister has and underscored with regard to the consequences of financial sustainability of states SA is critical. This budget recognizes the impact of COVID-19 on the work of states SA, especially those stats statistics such as household surveys, inequality studies, and those that require home visit or face-to-face -face conduct. States SA has embraced the information age as well as the fourth industrial revolution, a critical instrument of state planning at the cutting edge of the IT revolution. 
facilitating its surveys and statistical collection using advanced systems of methodology and science and design back, backed up by the advanced IT system. The use of technology will become more accentuated as it draw closer to the next census. Our support for the budget, Honorable House Chair and Honorable Colleagues, is based on the evidence that Stats SA continues to provide as it meets its, its target as set out in its five-year strategic plan and annual performance plan as, in, as it were. As a state entity, it has led by example during the both the fifth and the sixth terms of parliament in the manner in which it has conducted itself in both the use of state resources and financial management. It is a matter of fact, Honorable House Chair, that in the period under review and in the preceding years, StatSA has succeeded in producing clean audits. Globally, disruption and change in intensifying and its has never been as visible as with the COVID-19 pandemic, pandemic, pandemic. The world is changing and the impact is touching national economies, sectors, companies, scientists, and the environment. At the same time, the digital and data revolution is transforming all industries, creating fundamental changes in the way in which organizations and ecosystems operate. Official stats must be repositioned to play a role in the modern society, national stats officers like Stats South Africa aim to provide information on all important aspects of society in the impartial way and according to the highest scientific standards. Information that fulfills this, uh, this uh, demands is used in the public discourse, forms the basis of policy decisions, it's required, it's required for business use, fits scientific research and is used to monitor and evaluate development and progress. Official stats can only meet this demand if they meet the highest quality standard and can be trusted and only then will it strengthen the monitoring and evaluation function of the oversight body. The following are key elements, Honorable House Chair, of how Stats SA has continued to reposition itself to meet the ever-changing demands. Stats SA has embarked on a process of digitalization of its business processes, as my earlier colleague, Honorable Maluleka, has outlined, without compromising the reliability and quality of official stats. This was made possible through advances in technology and explosion in data that activated a user community that demands credible information for faster evidence-based decision-making. By driving a digital, digitally-based operating model, the use of a paper and incurring printing costs are being replaced by data technology in issues around logistics made more effective. Collected data will be instantaneously available and equality, equality assurance for timely release, when timely is being released. The sustainability of Stats SA hangs on embracing these opportunities as presented by the developments within the data community and data producers and users. These changes in the operations of the organization will ensure continued supply of quality stats for the country's diverse information needs. Legislative reform will improve Stats SA by allowing the statistician general to adopt and set a framework to be used by all statistical producers. Standardization of these frameworks 
will imply that all statistical producers comply with the act. In preparing for the future, StatsSA will, uh, will play a leading role in influencing the way all data producers collect processes and dissemination of, of information by providing legislative framework that outlines standards, principles, and methodologies to follow throughout the statistical value chain. This will facilitate collaboration methods of production that will be key way of producing stats within the new Envisage data ecosystem. Rapid changes, Honorable House Chair, in the way society functions and the use of technology means that more data in richer and more complex forms is available than ever before. In the private sector, data scientists' ability to mobilize the power of data is a key ingredient for the success of many companies. Honorable uh, colleagues and honorable house chair, this growing data cap capability of, and use in other organizations presents us with a new opportunity to coexist and collaborate. StatsSA will be a key and a strategic player by retaining and developing skills that are core to its functioning, functioning while fostering partnerships across the private and the public sector. This effort will afford us the opportunity, honorable house chair and colleagues, to learn and explore, use alternative data sources that are there in the data ecosystem in order to produce evidence-based quality and accurate official stats for the country. ANC supports budget vote, stats SA. Thank you, Honorable House Chair, Honorable Members. Thank you, Honorable Desoma. I now invite the Deputy Minister, Thank you, honorable members, for engaging on our budget vote. Honorable chairperson, let me start by assuring this August House and fellow South Africans that as the ministry, we remain committed in making sure that we support Statistics South Africa to achieve its goals of producing statistics timelessly. We also want to ensure that those statistics are accurate and they are official in order to advance the economic growth and development and democracy of our country. Honorable Malati, census 2021 has not been postponed uh, due to under, underfunding. Let's clarify that. And fellow South Africans need to listen to what we are saying. It is postponed due to the challenges of COVID-19. The pilot census could not go ahead in January due to increasing levels of infections in the country. And therefore we had to prioritize and ensure that we save the lives of, of, of South Africans. Census funds are re-infensed in, 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 and they are made available and as such, the pilot will go ahead and the main census will go ahead in February next year. And that next year is 2022. Honorable Komani, while we acknowledge that SA's funding and its challenges, the following efforts have been made in place. 75 million once off of 2019-2022, which is going to be used for the sustain of our field work operations and data collection, and which is very important for state essay. 
that that allocation has has been made available. 45 million of the 2020-2021 for compensation of employees who are working in state SA has been made available, allocated on the baseline, meaning that it is a continuation in the MTEF. Now, what is important for South Africans and members of the committee and, and, and colleagues who are here, all of them, is that if the products are at risk, the SG, which is very competent, by the way, will be the first one to inform South Africans. And as of now, State SA is doing everything and we're ensuring that they do everything independently as they are possible to protect official statistics and key indicators. You'll remember South Africans and, and members of the committee through you, Chair, that even the president would not necessarily know what statistics the SG is going to be telling South Africans because they are so independent. When they speak to all of us, it's the first time that we hear that unemployment is at this, at this rate, a household uh, living hoods is at this rate, and so on. And that will ensure that it remains independent as it is. We cannot comment on what the former SG uh, would, have, would have said because we trust what the current SG in office has raised with us. And we are listening to him because he's the one who's, who's in office and, is, and, 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 and he, he is capable. So the former SG, for example, he's speaking as an opinion maker. He's no longer in office. The SG is dealing with what is happening on a daily basis. And therefore, as the ministry allowing them to be independent, we continue to listen to, to their advice and also the independence of, 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 of the state's council as they are. The rest of opinion makers which which are being made in, in society, we really cannot comment on them. And they remain subjective. It's a contested base of opinion. And, 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 and we're requesting that the committee, let's allow, we have not came to you and said, the SG and, and States SA and, and all of them are incompetent. And therefore it, 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 is, it is not in our space to want to comment on, on opinion makers and whatever they're saying, which is actually very wrong. Like everyone in the, in the world, uh, Chairperson, States SA continues to plan accordingly as regarding the census. If anything happens regarding COVID-19, States SA will adjust its plans. We are very sure of that because we, we, we are talking about a third wave which is happening in the country currently. And therefore, if anything is going to be drastic or anything is going to happen, State SA is going to be able to come to us and tell us that we think that is the presidency because we are reporting to you, this is what we need to do. We need to do. Let's have confidence in, 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 in the institution. As, as, as regards reaching everyone during the census, State SA is testing a multiple a, a, a multi-model approaches, some of which will be deployed during the main census. So what is going to happen is that when the, the, the so we'll have a, they will have a mini one as a preparation for the bigger one. When they have got the major one, we're going to be testing models, which are going to ensure that we get the, the correct data about anything that is happening to Africans. And therefore we'll come back, we'll even go to the portfolio committee to be able to take them on board and, and be able to report. Honorable Swat, on the census of death report, State SA cannot make the result public until all records for a, for a particular year are received. 
from home affairs. So at this stage, we will not be able to, State SA will not be able to, to give you those, those reports. Let's allow home affairs to be able to collect the data. And then we, we will ensure that we come to the August House. We will also come to, to the portfolio committee and then we'll be able to report to you. Thank you. Is that how you land it? Uh, you've landed. Uh, thank you, Deputy Minister. <laughs> how should I land? I've landed like that. Thank you. Minister. I'm really happy for the, for the opportunity. The House needs to adopt the budget. debate and uh, business of this mini plenary. The mini plenary will now rise. Thank you very much. Long live the chair. Thank you, Chair. Long live the Chair! <laughs>